Every three minutes, a person in the U.S. is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia, lymphoma, or myeloma, blood cancers that often require patients to endure difficult treatments that leave them feeling weak, cold, and isolated. Subaru of Gwinnett is here to help. Since 2016, Subaru has partnered with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, a cause the fan has been proud to support for over 24 years. And in the month of June, through our Subaru Loves to Care initiative, we're continuing our partnership with LLS to give even more to patients and their families. Subaru, more than a car company. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. Welcome into episode number 11 of Cheers to Baseball, presented by our friends at Old Dominic. Chris Domino, Kevin McAlpin here with you. And Chris, we have made it to the final week without baseball. Pitchers and catchers reporting to their respective camps early next week. That means it is spring training number five for the Braves in Northport, Florida. And I know you'll be heading down there in a couple of weeks, man. This is always an exciting year. I know hope springs eternal in 30 camps, but let's be honest, it's really about 10 or 12 where teams really go to camp thinking they got the chance this year. Yeah, what's really interesting about Northport, don't forget when it opened and who wasn't allowed down there. You know, we're talking about all the COVID stuff and it was sort of... It's here. You guys can't see it unless you watch a video right. and watch a drone. And it was really interesting because I had an opportunity to talk to the guys who built it, the guy who was in charge of building the whole thing. And I saw an aerial he sent from a pilot that they paid a couple of bucks to just go over the land and try to explain where everything was going to be before it was anything close to this. And it was really fascinating how you're going to spring something up. And they did it for a number of reasons. The Orlando lease was up. They stayed, I think, for an extra year. Yeah. But it wasn't really working for everybody at that point. There wasn't enough room. There wasn't enough of an ability to expand what they needed. Offices, weight room, um, living quarters, which yeah. they actually built here. So they literally had a blank slate. It's just land. And what they decided to do was build a first-class facility that really, not only for the guys rehabbing all winter, but rehabbing during the season, plus an opportunity to put guys in one place to live where if you're going to do classroom type stuff and they do, they have an ability to do that as well. They pretty much have anything and everything. If if they have dreamt the idea, they put it in this complex between the backfields, the half fields, where the infielders can just do their work. Uh, you've got uh, here's my video of Max and I at, at fantasy camp uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, just kind of giving you an idea of what's where. They got a turf infield here. The infielders can get all their ground balls work in right outside the back of their clubhouse. You and I went down to Disney year in and year out. There was equipment. There was benches. There was a bike that had a missing pedal in the hallway. You don't have to worry about any of that here in Northport anymore. Well, the even just where they can actually have their pitchers throw, it's a bunch of mounts that's got everything, including TrackMan and all the things that you want from a technology standpoint. They video every session, and it's right across from where the locker room is, so guys can get a little meal, go out, do their work, go back to whatever field they're going to be going to then. They have more cages than ever before. Yeah. They have more access to more cages even than what we normally see because they can go a little bit further out for the younger guys. And you have enough room to do everything it is you need to do, including once the Braves leave. Like, this place still exists. It's it's a seven-week window, eight-week window, where people go, oh, you're going to spring training. But this facility is built for 365, 24-7. And when a guy like Spencer Strider says the day after Christmas – I go down, I want the weather, and I want the facility. You certainly understand why. Ian Anderson has bought a house right down the road. I know a lot of guys have invested in that area. And for those of you who may have gone down in 2020 before the world shut down, what you experienced then to what it is now, Chris, there are neighborhoods going up. There are shopping centers going up. Food. Food Everywhere. That's always a big sign. Whenever they start building a few restaurants or a couple of restaurants open, 
Amanda and I, who is actually recording this now, when we go down there, we're going to take a trip down one of the streets where there was nothing, and now there are communities. And if you invested in land, you had an opportunity to buy land there, boy, uh, it's almost like striking oil. And they're going to do a couple other things to make it yeah. even more accessible to the beach, which was really what you sold in this area before the Atlanta Braves moved down there. Yeah, no doubt about it. Matter of fact, they're actually working on a hotel behind left field. So if you're sitting in the main ballpark behind left field, there's going to be a hotel that's going to go up. They said they're breaking ground in April. They hope to have it open next year. Now, I know it's Florida. Things go up very quickly. That seems a little ambitious, but there's a golf course they've built out in the back of there. They're putting up a hotel. It's just that the area is expanding so much. I can't wait to see what it looks like five years from now yeah the hotel really makes a lot of sense again could it be a 365 well if you have access to the beach the way you do you can certainly say whether it's ballpark tours whether it's watching rehab guys whatever it might be plus a tiki they got a tiki bar yeah. down the left field line like i'm not even kidding it's <laughs> open in the afternoon we were doing a show down there and at two o'clock we looked over there we heard the noise we're like what the hell there's like oh yeah there are locals that come to drink thursday and friday afternoons saturday afternoons during the off season Certainly, it picks up during spring training, but that thing was open all year round. I highly recommend the rum buckets. Oh, I may or may not have partaken in a couple of those over the last few spring trainings. Not my bag or anything, <laughs> but okay, I get it. I went in uh, Rome or yeah. Northport, as they like to say. So, yeah, facility is going to work for a lot of different reasons. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see if the hotel can open up by the time spring training rolls around. Uh, but they've got everything they need. And when you, when you ask guys about the workout area, their eyes light up. Yeah. I mean, it is legit. Uh, they don't do a lot of video of that. Like, they don't really – it exists. And, uh, again, I think we're going to try to get permission to do a couple of things we didn't do last year, go in there and just actually get a tour of classroom situation. By the way, they have literally yeah. a, a room where everybody can actually sit and they can go over whatever it is they want to go over. When the league comes in to talk about steroids, gambling, and everything else, they have a place to gather now. It's a lot more convenient than Orlando ever was. They have the auditorium, almost like a football yeah. complex would have. You can put 150, 200 yeah. people in that room. I know Hank uh, spoke to the team a few years back. Uh, Snit does his little, you know, rah-rah, let's go get him this year, boys speech. They've got anything and everything. Let's be honest. You just want to see the inside of that weight room because you want to you get a quick lift in. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> but, but I will say that it is, it's, it's not just dumbbells now. These yeah. guys have a wall in the back, and you see what are they doing there. They're doing everything you can possibly imagine. Plyos, Pilates, there's yoga type stuff, there's stretching in the morning. Uh, it really is a much, much better facility for all that, including for the rehabs. Mm -hmm. And when you got guys you got millions of dollars invested in, with all due respect, where do you want to send them? You want to send them where you have a full-time staff yeah. with a facility you can get everything done. Yeah, no question. They had anything at their disposal. So if you want to try to plan a trip down there, I know Domino will be bringing some interviews with uh, Nick and Chris will be broadcasting live. I know Amanda will have some video uh, content as well. I actually just carry a bag over to where the younger guys stay and just like going to a room and Take a top bunk. Sure. And maybe I'm actually, I don't know, rooming with a second baseman. <laughs> second baseman from Wichita. Yeah. Hey, can we, you? I'm old guy trying to make the club. <laughs> hey, can we talk about sake of second baseman for a minute? Because MLB Network in the offseason, yeah. yeah, they gonna, put together their top 10 list. Well, they did it again. They did it again. Oops. This is two years in a row. Oops. And I look, I love MLB Network. I love a lot of the people up at MLB Network. I, you and I have done a, some stuff with them over the years. But leaving Ozzie Albies off the top 10 second baseman right now for not only the first but the second year in a row, I had to tweet it. I said, did Ozzie Albies retire? And Ozzie told me at Braves Fest he saw that and he got a good laugh out of that. But uh, 
Ozzy not in the top ten? What are we doing? What they did is at FanFest is they asked his teammates, and the reaction was everything it was supposed to be. <laughs> you know, guys bumping to him at <clears throat> one, two, or three. The number really doesn't matter. It's just the idea that he was left off. Yeah. We're going to go through some of the top tens we'll talk about and see where some of the Braves players actually rank. according to. And again, Brian Kenny, who we had on last year after this happened, sort of has become the face of this. Now, he's not the only one who should take the slings and arrows, <laughs> but he's the most convenient guy to take the slings and arrows because if they're trying to analyze this, i.e., wink, wink, with numbers, if they're trying to figure it out, there's not a number that doesn't indicate that Ozzy Albies shouldn't not only be in the top 10, but when you talk about intangibles, how much he plays, uh, what he means to a team, you know, maybe they're not supposed to count that. I will. If you want to do straight numbers, he's in. If you want to do all the other stuff, value, bang for your buck, he's certainly in in that category. It just makes no sense. If Bryce Harper, converted right fielder who's played like 40 games at first base, is the number two first baseman on the list, and Ozzy had 30 and 100 last year, and he's not listed in the top 10, I, I, I throw that list out. Hey, speaking of top 10 lists, Chris, what do you say we dive into a yeah. few of these lists that I think we probably see a little bit more eye-to-eye on with the fine folks at MLB Network? Now, the Braves certainly well-represented on a number of these lists, including starting pitching-wise. Chris, two of the top 10, Spencer Strider, Max Freed, coming in as far as the top 10 starting pitchers in the game. Hard to argue with Garrett Cole, Corbin Burns, who now has a new team. That's yeah. pretty interesting when as well. Time you heard a manager actually talk about another team's deal, yeah. and Boone talking about uh, Burns going over to Baltimore. So, well, that's not going to make things any easier <laughs> because if you have what this list says, anything close to the second best pitcher in baseball, you just took a 101 win team uh, who's got up and coming type status in Baltimore and gave them a guy who's established like Burns. You know what's interesting, too, is you have six of those 10 pitchers on that list weren't even ranked last year. Now here they are in the top 10. So it goes to show you the volatility of the starting pitching market, how it can change so quickly from year to year. Yeah, and if they're just talking about best, you know, whatever your, your definition is, and this is the stuff that gets you in trouble, are you talking about also ability to have reliability? They're there. They make their starts. That's got to be a part of it. It's not just numbers. Uh, are there times, and again, I'm not telling you, there should be a deep enough dive because they have enough time. How many times did you extend a winning streak? How many yeah. times did you stop a losing streak? Those are the types of things that I, you know, that I would certainly consider every bit as much as, well, he throws 97. He throws 97. He's filthy. He's got 97 plus this. I get that. That, to me, doesn't make you the best. Right. It doesn't make you a top 10 pitcher. It makes you a guy with stuff. To me, when you're a top 10 pitcher in baseball, and I'm not sure the word ace, whether it's <laughs> six inning guys, are you an ace? You are now. So. But, but by today's standards, <laughs> yeah. you become a guy who's eligible to be not only one of the top 10 pitchers in baseball, but you're eligible to wait for free agency and make a good amount of money. All those guys are going to be right there in the Cy Young conversation as well. It'll be very interesting well, to see how it goes. It's funny you say that because when I looked at this, the, the pitcher list, I wonder if there was any value in just going, you know, let's look at the Cy Young. Does yeah. the Cy Young and the American and National League come from outside that list? My guess would be, even though they have the most recognizable names, there's a good chance that the Cy Young comes off of that top 10 list, maybe in one league, but not in the other. You love playing the field, too. Oh, yeah. Give me, <laughs> give me value. I love value. <laughs> value. Every time I see plus and the number is past 800, uh, I'll look at the field. Yeah. I'll look at a guy on the outside. No doubt. Much quick, much more quickly than the guy <laughs> with a plus 300. Hey, speaking of Corbin Burns, his battery mate now, Adley Rutschman of the Baltimore Orioles, who has shot up this list. He was yeah. third last year up to number one. Murph, Sean Murphy of the Braves, comes in at number three. Hard to argue those top three with Rutschman, Will Smith, Sean Murphy, ahead of JT Real Muto. And think about the deal that he got in Philly, and that was like, whoa, Real Muto is going to Philadelphia. I'll, I'll take Sean Murphy 10 times out of 10. Yeah, remember when it says one, that's before last season. Yeah. 
and that's where he was. Uh, about a year ago, I don't know what day on the air, but there was that, if you line them up, and I love this game, you line them up in a park and they're all available to you. There's no such thing as free agency arbitration or anything. They're all just available to you. You can make a case that Adley Rutschman would have been the guy that you picked in all of baseball yeah. because you get an everyday guy behind the plate. Now, every day for a catcher might be 120, but it's the 120 that might matter the most if he's as good as everybody thinks he is. You can make a case for what you weren't paying him. Mm-hmm. He becomes the guy that could be the most valuable guy in baseball if you believe that this position is the most important in baseball. Yeah, there's some good names on that list, no doubt about it. Gabriel Moreno, number 10, Arizona. Diamondbacks had a really good year a year ago. They've got Zach Gallon. They've got Moreno. There's some names on there as well. Let me give you one more. Will yeah. Smith, you go, oh, well, that you know, he's Will Smith, it's the infamous, where is he even on his own team in terms of value? You can be... You can be on the Dodgers and be underrated. Yeah. I was not underrated on this list, but you can be underrated. Will Smith, I think, is that guy. I think he is, too. And you talk about that top of the lineup with Betts, Freeman. Now you throw Otani in there. Will Smith's sort of the 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 other dude. He's probably okay with that with Max Muncie as well. A lot of star power in that lineup. But Will Smith, to me, uh, he's and he's not a big guy either. You know, you think about catchers that hit a lot of bombs. He's not a big dude when you see him down on the field, you know, for watching him warm up. If you, if you have an ability to be a defensive catcher with some offense in a team like that, you're perfect. Yeah. Because what they're asking you to do is make sure that you understand, remember how many injuries they've had on the mound. You've got to know more guys. You've got to pull guys through as they're coming back from being on ILs. That's another thing people don't talk about with catchers. When a guy comes off an IL, 15-day, 30-day, you've got to have that guy you trust behind the plate every bit as much as you have to be mentally ready to go mm-hmm. pitch yourself. And I think those are some of the attributes that you want to throw on these guys. Here's what I don't understand. Okay, we're moving on to first base. Speaking of Dodgers, you know Freddie yeah. Freeman's going to be at the top of the list. But Bryce Harper, who's appeared in like 40 more games at first base than us, as a hitter, yeah. sure, I put him on that list. Can I call – can you, Chris Domino, call Bryce Harper the second best first baseman in baseball right now, though? So I'm going to play my game again. If I put them all in a park, who are you taking? Be I'm, honest. If it's not a money thing, honestly, I'm probably order you go. I'm probably taking Freddie Freeman over Bryce Harper. Okay, so then who's second? Because that's where he is here. I mean, Matt Olson hit 54 yeah. and 130 last year. Are you taking Matt Olson in front of Bryce Harper? Uh, yes, I would okay. take Matt Olson and Paul Goldschmidt for their defense. Okay, I I know them. They've got a back of the baseball card at first base. I don't know Bryce Harper at first base. All right, listen. Uh, we shall see. He made a positional change. He knows he's got to work at it. I'd be hard-pressed not to want Bryce Harper pretty damn quickly. Yeah. Is it too quickly? Is it 54 and 130 and Matt Olson? You go, look, the guy's a first baseman, and this is what he did last year. I can certainly do that, but I'm not going to run away from the idea that I'd like Bryce Harper every day. Yeah. No, I'm right there with you. But look, I just I don't know how you take a guy who was number three in right field, put him at number two at first base after playing uh, a cup of coffee over there. Vlad Jr. at seven, by the way. You want to talk about value? If you're talking about a first baseman draft of getting Vlad seventh? Not a great year. No. And he's on the cover of the MLB show, and a lot of people were like, well, I don't really understand that. Well, I don't understand it either, but they got to pick somebody. It could have been easy. You could have, you, you know, you could have gone with Juan Soto yeah. in a Yankee uniform. Certainly Otani in a Dodger uniform. I thought Soto was going to be the guy. If you would have asked me who it's going to be, anybody going to the Yankees with that type of talent, signing a deal that you go, okay, this is supposed to put the Yankees over the top, 
I would have thought he would have been the cover boy. Yeah, speaking of Juan Soto, he comes in number three as far as the right fielders are concerned. He was number two in left. He moves across on the other side. This time, no debate here, no argument. Ronald Acuna just hands down running away. I would like to know if they did this on a point system, like what the gap was between him and Kyle Tucker, who's a great right fielder for the Astros. But what is that gap? Like, is it like the the, the balloting where he got 30 first place votes and Tucker's like, Way down well, here in second. Sc- we're going to scramble to get all the other guys in the order <laughs> yeah. that we want them in. If it is a point system, yeah. I don't even know how the hell they do it. No, I don't. It, I don't want to call it dart throwing because I'm sure that a bunch <laughs> of fairly smart guys got in on this. Yeah. Tucker's sort of like Will Smith yeah. with some of the other stuff that goes on with Houston. Even Dusty Baker as a manager, you're going to mention guys like that maybe before you do Kyle Tucker. Um, this has given him his due. Yeah. Adolis Garcia, by the way, at nine, that's a pretty good steal as well. If you were if you were just ranking these guys in a draft, the most interesting guy on the list though is Soto. Yeah, be going to the Yankees and being the guy that's supposed to push them over the top. Uh, is it pressure? New York's not for everybody. You know, if you watch one at bat of this guy, it doesn't look like he's got anything on his mind other than dig me. We'll find out if it plays in New York. Yeah, I think he's going to hit 40 bombs this year. And I've never, if you've listened to what we've done, I've always said the gap, I feel, between Acuna and Soto is a lot bigger than most people say it is. They say they're, oh, they're head-to-head. They're, I don't know, he walks a lot. And that's great. He gets on base a lot. I think, though, Yankee Stadium going into a free agent year, Juan Soto, I think his numbers are going to go off the charts this year. I think a walk is valuable. Um, I used to say this about Frank Thomas as his career went on. You're the best hitter on that team. Take the bat off your shoulder. You're the guy that's supposed to be driving in runs. You're the guy that's supposed to hit doubles and home runs. You're the guy, and I, I thought the walks were Joey Votto is another guy that people just say, hey, put the bat. I think with Soto, the big thing was that young, he had plate discipline. Yeah, That was a big thing with him, and I do agree that's a big thing to be young and have plate discipline, especially when you know they're going to try to corner you. Mm-hmm. They're not throwing you fatties. They're going to try to work every quadrant. His ability to not swing at crap has helped him. Now I think he's supposed to He's supposed to attack. Yeah. I think he's supposed to go into attack mode a little bit more now. I, I'm, I'm speechless. I don't even know what to say about this list, Chris. Like, I, it's very often, it's, it's not very often that I am held without anything to say. This is not a knock on Matt McClain or Andres Jimenez or Edward Julian or Zach Geloff or Nico Horner. They're big league players. They're big league second basemen, and I, I applaud that. Ozzie Albee's not in the top ten. I the floor is yours. Well, it, I look at a bunch of guys not ranked, and I go, okay, so they actually put people on new this year. That's kind of interesting. But they forgot a guy again who simply it could have been, write five names, those are the five, and let's figure out the bottom five. I don't even care what order you put one through five in. When I'm talking about value, I certainly know that Ozzy, because I know Betts' contract, I know Altuve's contract, I know Simeon's contract. Arise is a guy, good for him, he's a hitter. I'll take Ozzy because of the power numbers and the RBI numbers. And then if you go down from there, I hate to say it, it's not a contest. It's like it's not a contest. I just don't know. I keep thinking, was he ineligible for a reason? <laughs> uh, and, again, I like the retirement thing. I, I wanted to congratulate him and buy him a box of cigars yeah. and bring it down to Northport. I guess he's going to be coaching this year. <laughs> if he's going to be helping out around the camp. Yeah. Uh, but it made, it made no sense. And they got blasted the way they were supposed to get blasted. He's going into his eighth season. This is not like he's a new dude where you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about. Like, he's an all-star second baseman. 30 and 100 a year ago. If you're going to tell me that Mookie Betts, who was an outfielder a year ago, is the number one second baseman, then tell me the reason why Ozzy is not on that list. Well, again, wait. There should have been five guys. You go, yeah. these are the five. Then we'll, we'll figure out six through ten. Maybe even four. Maybe there's supposed to be four guys, and it would have included Ozzy Albies. Then we'll go five through ten. We'll figure out the next six. Yeah. 
Didn't work out that way. No, it did not. I, As they like to say, an oversight. I believe that would be an oversight. <laughs> but an oversight two years in a row yeah. feels a little convenient. Yeah, yeah, Maybe they sure. just wanted to get us fired up and talking about it. I don't know. I can't get fired up this year. I was, I was fired up last year. We <laughs> called Brian Kenny. We had him on the show, and we just, you know, at some point you just got to go, okay, is somebody over there willing to, the concession of making a mistake is really, look, you say something, it, it makes a headline. The apology is usually page eight. But the apology should still happen. Yeah. You know, even if it doesn't make somebody at MLB Network should have stood up from that desk, John Casey, or somebody should have just said, Hey fellas, why don't we do this now and do it publicly? We made a mistake. I'm yes. not even sure that's happened. Yeah. From a network point of view. I don't think it has. No. Right. But as I tweeted two years in a row now, did Ozzy Albies retire? Ozzy Thank you for seeing that tweet. I know it gave him a good laugh here this offseason. So, look, it brings up fun debate. It brings up spirited conversation. We know Austin Riley did well. Uh, among He's in the top five among first uh, third basemen as well, as he should. Uh, Braves very well represented on this list. They should have been even better well represented, but that's a different story. But uh, I like what they do here. Look, it gets the conversation yeah. rolling. And here we are, a week to go until pitchers and catchers. 365, that's yeah. the goal. Everybody's goal is, every sport is, how do we – well, you do the draft. If you're the NFL, you move it. You move the combine. You actually extend your calendar. If you're baseball, you do stuff like this. The draft is never going to work in baseball. Right. It's never going to be – look, I'm, I'm excited for everybody who, who's anticipating it and clubs, and it's your lifeline. It's your bloodline of the future. I get that, but it's never going to be a thing. They want to make it a thing, and I don't blame them. Yeah. There are going to be other things that baseball has to do. This has now become one of them. Yeah, well, it has. Well, again, we'll, well, hopefully Ozzy will show up at Northport. You'll be there to talk about it. Yeah. You might want to bring him a bottle of liquor if he's if he's hanging up. If he's, I mean, if he is done. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. I, I think you should bring a couple of bottles of old Dominic with you as well. I thought about bringing a couple of bottles anyway. You're going to stash them in your... your your bags there? A little bit big. I don't know what the airport rule is. Are you still on that fluid ounce thing? Yeah. You still on take your shoes off? You can't take this with you, oh, but by you, the can, way, you yeah. can check it if you wrapped it up real yes. good. Can I, can I, let me explain something. Uh, taking a laptop out of your bag, yeah, that includes you. Taking your shoes off, I swear, that includes you. <laughs> oh, you have three bottles of shampoo that are this big. I swear that includes you. Yeah. Um, you're not special. But I don't, you're not special. Like, you don't have any reasons not to do any of these things. Oh, do I have to take my laptop out? Yeah, it'd be yeah. nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. Don't don't bring a chainsaw. Don't bring a gallon of uh, gasoline. I know all the rules. Don't bring a, a, a one of them Chinese stars. Fafum nunchucks. I don't think you're allowed to have any of that stuff. But when they ask for you to take your shoes off, mm -hmm. they shouldn't have to take them off. Take your laptop out and don't cry about. Oh well, that's my shampoo for the week. Yeah, I, I don't care. You're gonna go to CVS when you go. Wherever it is you're going to. Yeah, it's like $3. And if you're staying in a hotel, it's usually free. They usually have those little bottles. They'll take care of you. Again, it means You'll be okay. You. Yeah. Amanda, have the camera ready when we go to the airport. Because <laughs> I guarantee you I'll find a guy who just doesn't believe he's supposed to do one of those things. Hey, by the way, there is a big football game this week uh, yeah. coming up. You may have heard there's a big game at the end of this week. So if you're having folks over, maybe you're going to somebody's house. Bottle of gin, a bottle of Tennessee whiskey, brought to you by our friends at Old Dominic. I, I don't, I can't see a better way to start out the party. Maybe it's mid-afternoon. You got to kick things off with a bang. I, I got just the stuff for you. Yeah, I can tell you what we're going to do. We're going to. My front door is open. There are a couple of people who said, "Uh, you know, you watch." Yeah, I know what that means. You'd like to come over some free food and booze. No problem. But here's the deal. I'm not sending out an invite. I'm not doing any of those things. The front door will be open. There will be a bar set up, sort of situation, on a kitchen countertop. If you show up, come on over. Help yourself. Just help yourself. I, I don't really, I don't want to talk to you very much. <laughs> I don't want to hear shush the commercials are on. Uh, there's probably a good chance by the second quarter, I go down to my basement and yeah. leave everybody. My wife has seen that play before. Don't be insulted. 
It's not you. It's me. You got a door on that basement? It's you, but it's me. <laughs> it's me going downstairs. Can you close a door? Can you lock yourself in? No, actually. Okay. Uh, that would be a game changer. I just feel that that sort of means don't come down there. Right. Like when you see me go, don't come down there. Okay. All right. I think what it's over at that point. What time should I be over? I'm by done the hosting. Way. Listen, I tell everybody, <laughs> 4 o'clock, if you come before 4, then I better know. Yeah. That's sort of an invite. <laughs> 4 o'clock and on for a 6.30 kick, all doable. All right. I'm going to bring the Tennessee okay. whiskey. I'm going to bring some old Dominic gin. Perfect. You can put that in your bar. Perfect. The folks will enjoy it. We will eat, nice. drink, and be merry. And we'll when watch I leave again, when I go downstairs, all right. it's not you, it's me. All right. I've heard that line a few times. Who hasn't? Yeah, I've heard it over the years. Hey, big thanks to you folks for following our coverage. We'll do another show next week before you head yeah. down to Northport. We'll uh, really kick off uh, and we'll toast and we'll raise a glass to the start of spring training, which does start next week. Yeah. Uh, spring training games start in like two and a half weeks. And then the regular season's less than two months away, man. It is just, here we go, man. Start the clock. Like, let's April, get this April's thing going. April's going to be fun. I mean, again, you got Augusta, you got the NCAA yeah. tournament, you got the beginning of baseball. Uh, they'll be more crying about NAL and college football, and uh, all those things will happen really in a short amount of time, which is good for everybody. Yeah, no doubt. And we'll talk about it, and we'll bring it to you, and we'll have some cocktails with you as we continue on another episode. Stay tuned for another episode of Cheers to Baseball, brought to you by Old Dominic. For, uh, for Chris, I'm Kevin. We'll see you next time. Every three minutes, a person in the U.S. is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia, lymphoma, or myeloma, blood cancers that often require patients to endure difficult treatments that leave them feeling weak, cold, and isolated. Subaru of Gwinnett is here to help. Since 2016, Subaru has partnered with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, a cause the fan has been proud to support for over 24 years. And in the month of June through our Subaru Loves to Care initiative, we're continuing our partnership with LLS to give even more to patients and their families. Subaru, more than a car company. Visit SubaruofGwinnett.com to learn more. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. <sighs> or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com.